So you proposed this idea that <clears throat> we uh, we have a we have a little something with um, with each podcast, which e with each episode, so yeah. we can uh, just have it as sort of like a, a side a side conversation that's woven in through the the greater thread of our of our topic for a given episode, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we are drinking. Uh, what are we drinking today? We are drinking the Pinhook Ride On Rye. And I, I noticed before we started rolling, um, it's got almost a buttery aftertaste. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So, um, well, first of all, we're just drinking like for enjoyment right now. Right. If I were analyzing this for real, I would use an actual nosing glass. Yeah. Um, but uh, but the thing about rye whiskey is sometimes it's very spicy and peppery, and I don't like that as much. This one is a little more smooth, fruity, um, touch of the cinnamon in there, but that's baking spice from the oak. That butteriness, that creaminess, that unctuousness that you get it's, is... Uh, that top note, right? It's so super creamy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you ever had a rye whiskey before? Uh, if I have, it's been with you. So, Liz, can you give me a couple of examples? Uh, Templeton, Bullet Makes a Rye, um, Basil Hayden is bourbon, but it's a high rye mash bill. I've had Basil Hayden. That's bourbon, though. Um. Okay. Yeah, I'm not as much of a rye. I don't do as much. I've had uh, Bullet, I don't know, what what color label is it? The, the so the bourbon is orange. Green? Yeah, yeah. Okay. bourbon is orange, the rye is green. I, I have had their rye. Okay. It, it mm. may have been like 10 years. But yeah, I wasn't a rye drinker. Honestly, this, the pinhook is the thing that like opened the door to rye for me. I think it kind of applies to the topic that we wanted to have today, which is how our tastes have changed over time. Mm. And since this is on Dr. Bacon's Expressway, right? Um, this is a space where we don't have to necessarily be on all the time comedically. I I do think about that through the comedic lens, though. How, how has your how have your tastes changed? And I'd like and I challenge you to think about, you know, how how is your comedy or your enjoyment of comedy been a factor in that as well? Let me, it's going to take me a little bit to kind of fully form this, and I'm sure we'll discover more things as, as we converse, but uh, at the beginning, I I could describe my comedy, if you could even call it that. Like, it feels weird to call myself a comedian. Honestly, like, I don't consider myself a comedian. So to talk about my brand of comedy and my tastes in comedy and stuff like that, I'm by no means an authority. You're self-conscious. I'm very self-conscious about it, but yeah. being uh, a part of Dr. Bacon's Expressway initially, um, it was all very ridiculous. I remember that. It was yeah. kind of very wild and Monty Python-esque. Right. Um, and that's very much on the heels of my taste in comedy being almost entirely like British humor, Monty Python, British stand-up. Peter kind of Sellers, right? Exactly. Yes. 
Okay, and completely other question now. What was okay. your first accent or impression? As a and I, I and I think also we can make a distinction here. I don't necessarily consider myself a comedian. I I'm a comedic writer. I'm a mm. comedic performer. Um I don't think for a second I could do what Jerry Seinfeld does. I mean, I could probably go up and do stand-up like the same way an accountant can play guitar and play at the local coffee shop, right? For fun yeah. as, a, as a hobby. Um, yeah. I don't think I could do stand-up for a living as a professional. Mm -hmm. um, however, I really have a passion for comedic writing, and I'm also very meticulous about the, the structure and the wording and, and things like that, but it's not necessarily like... Uh, a single person performance like you have for stand-up comedy. Um, it's, it's ensembles, it's a lot of props, it's, it's, using, it's using cinema as a part of the device for the comedy. So yeah, and I, and I know you as one of the things that you bring into this is impressions, characters, and accents. So what, I, we'll start with impression. What was your first impression? Probably my grandfather. Can we, can we hear a little bit of it? Uh, he was, uh, Sicilian, so he would answer the phone, hello, what's this? <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah, and, uh, he also, he does his own impression of fireworks, right? Yes. Can, can yeah. we hear that? Zing. Boom. Zing. Boom. And I think your first character was with with me, right? Working with me. Yes, that right? would be that would be Ronaldo, my cousin. So before Lauda. you, ca oh, I, I, I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna okay, challenge right. you. Okay. Whatever you're about to say, say it as Ronaldo. I have it's, not. Done it's this for it's long. for the yeah, but here's the thing: you haven't done it in a while. But at one point, you did it for the first time, having never done it before, right? <laughs> So that's true. It doesn't matter if it's accurate to that. Whoever, all, all the, all the tens of people who are going to watch this episode or listen, to both it. of them who are going to watch this. Yeah. Raf and my mom. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, uh, they're, they're not going to remember. Oh, that's not the one you came up with in Toronto when you were on that trip. Remember, I remember when I was when I was the, 24. Yeah, the phonemes. No, it's I was not, 20. No, 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 no. Two. Get out of your head. You are not at a classical music recital. This is an interpretation of Ronaldo as he is now. He's always been with you ever since. And people change. So whatever you're about to explain about Ronaldo as Ronaldo, please. It's for the people. All right. All right it's for the people. You already started drinking anyway. I have already started drinking a You're lot. You're lubricated. This is, this Come on. Like, Get the okay. gears moving. All right. When my cousin Laura came back from Italy, she uh, told the story of this uh, uh, tour guide who was taking her through uh, the city of uh, Florence. So she did an impression, an impersonation of this woman. So... She would go around the house and say, to the left, you will see uh, Piazza San Marco. I don't know. Like, it was a example. So, with that voice, I did the same thing. We were driving through the city of Toronto. It is a very terrible place. 
Uh, and uh, I was very angry and I was very tired. So in the back of the car, I start to give a tour of the uh, city of Toronto to uh, you in the back. So you take out uh, your camera and do you have this footage, yeah? I believe I do, yeah. Now, Ronaldo, thank you. First of all, thank you for joining us here today. And I'd hope before you before you step away and, and tend to your other um, priorities for the day, if I could just ask you a few questions. Um, okay. And see what you remember about that first trip to Toronto. I mean, this is like basically your first trip across the Atlantic Ocean, right? Um, certo, certo. Uh, do you remember like what the signature pastry store was? It's like a chain all, all over Toronto. Do you remember that? Oh, uh, Tim Horton. Yeah, yeah. So did you did you go into one of those? Tim Horton, uh, Le Ciambelle, the, the donuts. Right, right. See, um, I mangiato una dozzina di... I must have eaten a dozen donuts that day. Yeah. And they were delicious, but uh, I was in uh, much pain. I have uh, mal di stomaco. And, uh, and I think also after we left uh, Toronto, we drove back down the long drive back across the state of New York, down to Manhattan. Um, and you said you were curious about, you know, what, what, the, what the plaza, the piazzas look like, or is it piazzi, right? Um, piazza, piazza, piazza. Uh, Piazza, uh, the, yeah, uh, what they look oh, like. Oh, Piazza Times Square. Yeah. Piazza Times Square, yeah. What, what was that like for you? Uh, uh, too much noise, too much lights is, uh, is obnoxious. Very, it's too much. Yeah, what they did you have, see? Uh, they have uh, Starbucks, they have uh, all these stores, they sell terrible things uh, Elmo was there yeah and uh, this cowboy Kira, since, uh, he, he was uh, without clothes and um, and I think after that we wanted to get lunch somewhere and I took you to um, I mean it's kind of like this sort of like a con contemporary style not quite Italian Italian food it was like a like what you call it, oh, a tabula calda kind of place? Where they have the, uh, oh, they sell you, oh, they, on the menu, they say, one panini. One panini, one oh. sandwiches. Why, why does one that sound sandwiches. weird? One sandwiches. Oh, okay. Because panini is plural. Yeah. So, it's un panino, not one panini. Yeah. I'll have a panini. Let me order you a panini. Would you like a sandwich, is? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, is there anything else that you remember from your observations? Uh, Toronto is very cold, very dirty, a uh, lot of uh, graffiti. Um, uh, the only thing, very good uh, donuts. <laughs> Ciambella well, not one. <laughs> what, was your, what was your favorite donut? Uh... The Boston cream. Mm. And you went to Boston too, huh? I, I went to Boston. Uh, we yeah. went to uh, the, the Cheers. Cheers. Uh, so for a little more the context, we produced 
a two-season YouTube series with Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. um, basically kind of like inspired by, like not exactly Anthony Bourdain, but like those kinds of travel and food shows, right? And it was basically Anthony Bourdain meets Italian Borat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I mean, that's that if you know, looking were... looking for all the Italian stuff in the cities of the United States, and then yeah. <laughs> shitting on all of the all of the versions that didn't come out quite right. Yeah. Um, there are quite a few. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So yeah, that was a fun little series, about like 10, 10 12 minutes per episode. Um, we got to go to Pepe's Pizza in New Haven, right? I you made to, a pizza. Yeah, you made a pizza in the back where they made, they've been making pizzas for over 100 years um, in the coal-fired oven. Um, and uh, let's see, what else? Uh, we went to Boston, of course. That's my um, favorite episode, honestly. That, that is my favorite episode. I could watch that all the time. <laughs> of, all, of all the episodes. So during that time, and I was producing the whole thing, right? So I... Um, I just Producing, have this, shooting, directing, yeah, editing. I have, yeah, I have this habit of binge-watching something in the background while I'm doing things like making phone calls, sending emails, you know, writing up copy or whatever the thing is. The, my, my binge thing at that moment happened to be randomly just because I don't, I don't even know why. I think I watched Star Trek too many times and I was tired of watching it. I, was, I just picked Cheers for some reason. And I was like, oh my God, the actual Cheers is in Boston. Let's see if we can we can go there. So I reached out to the owners and talked to them. And I said, we're filming this little web series. And back then, you know, I had to explain what a web series was because we filmed this like 11, 12 years ago, something like that. It was 2013. 2013. Okay, so web series were around, but like still like... YouTube was you know, not what it was today. I said, oh, just because we're in Boston and I'm such a huge fan, um, we'd love to just have the the lead person of the show come in and everybody shout Norm like like we had like they had uh, on the show. When Norm would walk in, he was the regular bar yeah. fly, right? Norm! Right, yeah. exactly. Uh, they said that's fine. Um, we didn't get, we didn't really firm up the details leading up to it though, like how we're going to do it and all that stuff. They said, just come and find us and we'll, we'll figure it out. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess, you know, that's the way we're going to do it. Um, and so we walked in and then I'm talking to the bartender and it's basically just like, um, you want everybody's attention? And I said, uh, sure. And I'm looking around the room. It's all like the tourists, right? Cheers is like this place where people go to visit Boston. It's one of the stops, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not something necessarily locals in Boston go to do. No. Um, and, uh, so they have that bell in, in the center of the bar. They ring that bell really loud. And then the bartender shouts, hello, this is, uh, what's your name? And I said, Ernie. He's like, this is Ernie. And he wants everybody's attention. That's all the context. Yeah, she's like, uh, and, <laughs> spotlight. And, so, and then I'm like, uh, so I'm making, uh, they're, they're like, okay, so, you know, YouTube is like the place where, you know, kids fall down and it's funny and that's the kind of videos. Well, actually, you can make a show on it too. And we have one and it's about food and we're here. And uh, we want you to shout the name of the host um, as he walks in. And I'm like, is that okay? And everybody, like, in unison, is like, sounds great. And yeah. Um, it was great. The bar was packed. The whole, it was the bar full. Was packed, and then we walk, and then you walked in. Ronaldo Tours is filmed before a live studio audience.
I'm I'm holding a glass, but I'm 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 silent applauding, applauding you. Well done. Thank you. Ronaldo Thank has you. not come around for quite some time, and uh, I I would like to see him it's again sometime. Maybe. Yeah. That's the end of our show. We will see you next month. We'll think of some other impressions between then, and uh, yes. we will uh, see you on Instagram at at Dr. Bacon's Expressway. You can also find us on yes. Dr. Bacon's Expressway on YouTube. Um, and yes, and what's your Instagram um, handle? I'm actually I'm taking a break from Instagram, so yeah, it's oh, okay, not, right. not going to be on there for a little bit. But uh, I am at Ron the Bon Vivant. Mm-hmm. That's a little more personal than the the Bon Vivant official account. So and that's look out that's for more. At the Bon Vivant official account is where you can get great resources on affordable and delicious wines. Yes, that are organic and uh, biodynamic yes. usually, or at the very least sustainable. Wonderful. See you, everybody. Thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful. Ciao.